Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newland and Craig Ravel. It's always a great pleasure to have on the show Dennis Newland and Dennis, we're into 2023. And what a year it started out to be. Great racing across the country. And Speedway Classics got many, many people through a Christmas period once again. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, Dennis Newland. Thank you very much, Craig. It's always great to be on your program. And uh, thanks for the kind words about Speedway Classics magazine, available at all news agents around Australia, I might add. (laughs) But, yeah, look, look, on the racing side of it, yes, a fabulous time of the year. Uh, Whether you're a bike fan, a car fan, uh, there's plenty of tremendous action at a track not too far away from you. And uh, we've we've seen some bumper crowds. That's particularly pleasing. We've seen a new Australian solo champion crowned. We we are anticipating a very big entry list for the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic at Warrnambool, one of the the really, really iconic events on the Australian Sprint Car calendar. So, yes, there's a lot happening, Craig. There's no doubt about it. Let's start with the Australian Speedway Championship. Of course, 2023 is a, a seminal year in... In Speedway, particularly for the two-wheel fans, because yeah. that is 100 years since out. Yeah. And I think, if my memory's right, I am completely going by memory that out in Maitland, the first yeah. Speedway event was held. Yes, um, the history of Australian Speedway racing. Johnny S. Hoskins, of course, uh, 15th of December 1923. It all started at the West Maitland Showground. And, of course, bike racing then progressed around Australia and ultimately to England in 1928. And, Craig, as they say, the rest is history. And, of course, one of the uh, great pieces of history is the Australian Speedway, the scene solo championships which this year because of floods and i don't know if you saw some of the photos of what the majora track was like but it looked like an island of speedway in amongst all the water that had been around there so it was curtailed by one round but jack holder taking his first australian solo championship and congratulations to our youngest and uh, newest Mm. world speedway champion in the uh, 2023 season Yep, yeah. Look, I'm delighted for, for, for Jack because Chris Holder, as we know, uh, five-time Australian solo champion and a man who won honours in the 2012 World Speedway Championship. And, of course, Jack being a FIM gold medalist with the the World Team Cup for Australia. Uh, yeah, tremendous. Um, but, you know, it's, again, these races and these rounds, it doesn't matter whether it's cars or bikes, it's all about consistency. And... Jason Doyle, the 2017 World Speedway champion, looked to be odds-on favourite after winning the opening three rounds. And really, uh, consistency had Jack Holder three points behind him, but had not won a round at that stage. But on the night, Jack Holder got it all together and... Uh, Jason probably, it's sad to say this, uh, saved his worst performance until last, missed the semi-finals qualifying spot and, of course, did not get to the A-final, whereas Jack picked all the boxes and ultimately won the championship by 
two points. So there you go. You know, consistency pays off in the end, Craig. But it's great for the Holder family. Um, very good people. Delighted for Jack Holder. And um, it, it was a, a tremendous. The big point was the massive crowds. Curry, Curry the other night. Uh, midweek meeting Wednesday night, a massive crowd in attendance. So it's all it's all good, Craig. It really is. And when you, you know? look at our, our top four this year, Jack Holder, Jason Doyle, Max Frick and Rowan Tungate, the top four point yep. scorers after the four rounds in the Australian Solo Championship. That's right. And, and really, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're destined for a big season overseas and, and um, we're, we're really looking forward to, to this season for the Grand Prix as well. Um, Max Freak, of course, in that. Um, Jason Doyle and and also Jack Holder. So yeah, great great season coming up overseas for our top solo riders. And also out here at the moment, he's run at Gilman Speedway for the first time late last month. Now over in the west is Ty Woofenden, of course, the uh, Australian yeah, raised three time yeah. British world champion, yeah. who sounds yeah. more Australian than some of the Aussies on the podium. Yeah, but but yes, he does, and um, yes, he's here. And the Rob Wolfenden race, of course, over in WA—that's an emotional race for him. Uh, his dad, in memory of his dad. So that that's a that's a pretty significant event. And um, yes, he um, he again will be one of the riders to beat in the Grand Prix series. So the, these riders who race here in our summer, you know, Jason Doyle, for example, said that he's felt better on the bike and more competitive. Um, because of the meetings he's been running here. Ty Wolfenden won the Darcy Ward Invitational in North Brisbane there a couple of nights ago. So he's he's obviously enjoying the summer here in Australia. As, uh, as he does every year, it's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. my word. Look, before we uh, talk about some stuff going on in America, let's talk about sprint car racing and the 50th Grand Annual is about to run uh, very soon. And, of course, Lachlan McHugh in the East Coast Pipeline card won the race last year, and he's looking to come back and do it all again this year. And what a list of entries that we can see for this year's yeah. 50th anniversary of the Classic. Oh, yeah, well, it's gone over 77. And, and you know, there's, there's some heavy hitters there. The American contingent will be represented again. And um, Tyler Courtney, who's been having a fabulous run at the Perth Motorplex and Ellenbrook and, in, and racing in Western Australia, uh, uh, will, will be one of the prominent entries. Um, but, 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 you know, it brings uh, together some of the really top names and, and it looks like now, Brad Brad Sweet will be a starter, and there's also Sheldon Kinzer from Ohio listed in the nominations. So you know it's it's going to be, and there will be more Americans. I mean, there's always an influx of Americans for this race. There's no doubt it's our equivalent of the Knoxville Nationals, a very iconic race with a great great history. Actually, we've written a fair bit about it in our current Speedway Classics magazine. Kevin Andrews did a very good story on the 
the classic in the early years. So it's it's found its place in history, Craig, no doubt about that. It has. And as drivers mm-hmm. are preparing themselves for it, the focus has been up in Archerfield for the majority of this month. And mm-hmm. uh, Carson Macedo, one of the, the great young drivers in that Dyson 99 yep. car, kicked off his campaign mm-hmm. with a win. We've seen Jock Gooder, another young star. Now, I'm thinking he's from Tasmania and uh, mm-hmm. yes, he's yes, been right. doing it on the mainland for the last three, four years. He's had yeah. a win over the weekend. Yeah. So yep. we're seeing some guys in great form. We've seen the, the hometown team that's been put together by uh, a good friend of uh, our program, Tim Hodges, with, mm-hmm. of course, last year's second place runner of James mm-hmm. McFadden coming on board and yep. that having a win at Avalon a few weeks ago. It, it, it's yep. boding well for the, the cream rising to the top. And and one driver we I know both of us really appreciate and respect, and it's great to see him back on home soil, is Brooke Tattnall. Now, he had a rough run yep. on uh, Saturday night up at Archerfield, but he's had good form. And, of course, he is uh, never a person yeah. you can write off because he has yeah. a, a determination like no other. Yeah, and he actually had a rough run just getting to Australia, <laughs> um, getting out of America with the snowstorms. Um, he was originally scheduled to appear at Eastern Creek Speedway on the 4th of January, and um, he had a few goes to get out of the American Midwest, but every time he got to the airport, he was told to go back home. Um, eventually, he got to Los Angeles, and the, the best flight he could get was a flight to Brisbane. The plane was late getting into Brisbane. He missed his connecting flight to Sydney, so it took him almost 24 hours to get uh, from his home base at Forest Lake, Minnesota, to Sydney. Speaking of Brooke and some of the Americans, uh, this coming Tuesday night, January the 17th, Brooke Tatnell will be racing at the Lismore Speedway. It's a round of the Queensland New South Wales States series presented by Speedway Australia. Cole Macedo is a starter in Lismore, younger brother of Carson Macedo, and also Californian um, Justin Sanders will will be starting uh, in Lismore. Just on 30 sprint cars, so that will be another big meeting. And Craig, just talking about Americans and um, events, only a matter of a couple of hours ago, the Chili Bowl at Tulsa, Oklahoma was decided. And Logan Seavey took out uh, this year's Chili Bowl. And of course, Logan Seavey, a prominent runner in the United States Auto Club Midgets, having another big season, also sprint cars, turned on a Stella, great win in the 55-lap final of the Chili Bowl. Now, that only happened a couple of hours ago. Tremendous race, absolutely. Him and Tanner Thorsten, who finished runner-up, just absolutely superb race. Great respect for one another. They were running nose to tail in traffic, never touched each. Very good race. So Logan Seavey is the 2023 Chili Bowl winner, and a, and a great victory it was too. Yeah, and whilst we so, stay stateside, Jeff Gordon among eight Uzak Hall of Fame inductees and uh, of course Jeff's career in midgets and uh, wingless sprint cars as they run in Uzak was of course eclipsed in the end by his NASCAR career but he was as a young man an absolute Mm -hmm. gun on asphalt tracks particularly too and on the dirt. My word, absolutely. Um, just just a superb driver and of course you know was discovered um, as a likely tourist to Australia way back in 1987 by Con Migro at the Claremont Speedway in Perth when he um, inaugurated as part of the American Cup 
America's Cup Festival of Sport to coincide with the yachting defence of the America's Cup, a World Sprint Car Championship. And one of the starters in that race was a very young Jeff Gordon. I think he was from memory 16 or 17. And, um, of course, he, he became legendary and, and a NASCAR superstar. Yeah, you know? he did indeed. And, uh, Con Migro is in the same category in my book too. He uh, oh, really yeah, understood Con. how to, uh, not in the USAC Hall of Fame, but uh, certainly uh, needs uh, plenty of credit for, for his work. Well, yeah. but well I don't very agree. deserving. <laughs> yeah, I don't very, agree. very deserving that um, Jeff Gordon um, deserves to be in any Hall of Fame in the US for that matter, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's right. And uh, interesting, in, in America it is quite interesting how much they respect the car owners and the mechanics yep. in particularly USAC racing. Like here, you you know, if someone said to you that Ted Dark should go in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame, people would look at you sideways and just think, well, he never mm-hmm. drove. But over in the United States, you've got Doug Carruthers, Different. you've got, yep. J- you know, yep. Jake Drake and uh, yep. all sorts of people, Dan Gurney, all going yep. in, not for their racing, but for the work yep. they did in putting cars on the track that made the names of yep. the likes of yep. Jeff Gordon, Rich Vogler and... And, and on and on that list yeah. goes. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, look, you, you are so right, but, but but it's as you and I know, it's a different world in America, mm-hmm. and and um, you know the 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 people in the sport just have great respect for, as you said, car owners. They 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 are very important in the history of American racing. It's as simple as that. And you, you're right. The, you know they do get inducted into the Hall of Fame, which is quite quite incredible and, and very respectful too, you know. Yeah. That's that's the most important thing. Uh, it's a different, as I said, different world in the US, that's yeah. for sure. Jay Drake, Galen Fox, Dan Gurney, as I mentioned, Ray Nichols, uh, Johnny yeah. Vance, who was a promoter along yeah. with uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe Shaheen. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I've pronounced that right. But yeah. all being inducted into the Hall yeah. of Fame for Uzak and uh, all very, good. very, very uh, yeah. important people in yeah. and the, dirt and track the one racing. Thing with the, one thing with the United States Auto Club, they respect history better than any other organisation, you know. They, uh, they've got a lot of time for USAC, uh for what they do, yeah. a great organisation. Indeed. Now, Dennis, you've your labour of love, it is on sale, as we mentioned, at the top of the story at the interview. And Speedway Classics on the shelf. Now, interestingly, you've gone into Gordon Benny's museum, which is a a fascinating thing in and of itself. But I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people have really appreciated looking at the Rolly Park Speedway and going into that history Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. Speedway in South Australia. Well, that Riley Park story was very important uh, to put it uh, together for this Speedway Classics because I originally scheduled it for the uh, 2021 edition of Speedway Classics, but I I realised the enormity of the job of what I wanted to do. I wanted to do it not only justice, but I wanted to make sure that uh, it was not a story about who won what race, but about the people who made Rowley Park happen, who created Rowley Park, the history of how they got to create Rowley Park, and the major players, you know, a lot of people talk about Kimber Nyton, and rightly so, very much so. But, you know, Al Shields was the trailblazer who really put Riley Park firstly on the map. And 
and and over the years, uh, he's not been. I don't believe, given the kudos that he deserved, you know, we 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 can't dispute Kimber Knighton's place in history. I, I emphasise that point. But you know, um, he did carry on the great work and took the great work to a greater height uh, than um, than Al Shields, you know. So really, um, I wanted to make the article very comprehensive and I called on some people who I knew wanted to relate all kinds of different stories about how the track was built, the, the, the problems they encountered early on. And as I said, it was not a racing story, but... Uh, who won what? It was not any of that. Uh, it was about Rowley Park, the character of Rowley Park, for what it stood for, for what it was, and the major players. That's what the article was all about, you know. And and I'm delighted. I'm delighted it's had such a magnificent response from people in South Australia. I really am delighted with that because it it meant a lot to me to put it together for those people. And uh, we've had we've had very good result, very good result with the magazine. This one is the biggest one I've ever done, 132 pages, and um, yeah, it, the feedback has been very, very good. Um, I, I mean, it was a big job to get it done, but um, it's out there now, and that's the most important thing, you know. And and you do have a, a great story there about the showground of today. Mm-hmm. And you were part of a recent get-together which oh, saw fabulous. people come yeah. together from all parts of Australia to be part yeah. of a, a Sydney showground get-together which brought back some fantastic memories for oh, everyone yes. in attendance. Yes, it was a great day. It was December the 18th, the Sunday. It was like a reunion and, and we were delighted to have the special guest of honour there, the 1993 World Solo Champion from America, Sam Ermolenko. But, I mean, Gary Rush was there. David Lander was there. I mean, Trevor Harding was there. The, the, the list of names, Sid Hopping was there. I mean, all of the stars, all of the bike stars, Phil McCurtain, three times Australian sidecar champion, he was there. I mean, the, the um, Mitchell Shearer, the Australasian Kiwi rider who, who raced in and his career was in Sydney. But um, he was a, a world finalist and he was there. Uh, oh, the list goes on. There were something like 60 former competitors there. I mean, it was a fabulous, fabulous day. Um, the memories, the, the, the meeting up with people, um, the sidecar contingent, you know, uh, was, was there. Um, Al Fickle, sidecar passenger over many years at the Sydney showground. Lynn Judd, the sidecar passenger, she turned up. I hadn't seen Lynn for years. Oh, look, just a magnificent day. I mean, sprint car and, oh, sorry, speed car, solo people talking with speed car people. Just amazing get together. Absolutely brilliant, you know. And we're going to hold it once a year now um, because the, the enormity of what it was and what it meant to so many people was quite incredible on the day it really was uh, one of the best days i've had for many years i tell you mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it doesn't too much take too much for me to 
to feel warm and a fuzzy feeling when anyone mentions the Sydney showgrounds. <laughs> no, that's exactly right, Dennis. Uh, you wear your heart on your sleeve there. But yeah, right <laughs> You can find out more about everything we've been talking about at speedwayillustratednews.com.au. Also on yep. Facebook, if you want to go to Facebook, Speedway Illustrated, and you can then get the link to the website, which has a, a fantastic story that you've done and some great Wayne Meyer photos to go with yeah. that. And Thanks. we also yeah. uh, can keep up to date with all the latest Speedway news at yep. speedwayillustratednews.com.au. Yeah. yeah, thanks very much, Craig. I really appreciate that. Yes, the website's going really well. We get a lot of news it works. It's working well. I'm delighted the way it's been uh, a success in that sense of news content. And we just keep doing what we do, you know. Um, it's on again tomorrow morning with more news stories being put up there, you know. So it all works. It all comes together. Dennis, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you here on the show. And we look forward to a, a big and bright finish to this 2023 half of the season as uh, everything really is getting into full swing now. Yep, thanks very much. Always delighted to be on your show, Craig. Thank you for, for having me on your program. That's all your time for on this edition of Inside Speedway. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Tune in next week for more on Inside Speedway. Inside Speedway is produced by Thunder Media. Any reproduction, accounts, or descriptions of the program without written permission from Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now.